ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Warner. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, I have a hot mic, and hopefully, you guys will hear this audio. Other than that, thank you for joining us. I'm the hostess with the leastest, Hunter, and I'm joined by my favorite co-host, or uh, I guess I shouldn't call him favorite. I'm his favorite, everyone. Screw you, Shane, Corey, and Zach. Eat one. Corenta, you're in there, too. Yeah. All me, baby. <laughs> Number one. The minute it came out of my mouth, I was like, I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you, I wouldn't have said anything if you didn't draw attention to it, to be quite honest. But hey, everyone, I'm back. Uh, it's, it's Alex. I'm still here. <laughs> uh, and uh, this episode is going to be about the recent James Gunn DC movie that came out, The Suicide Squad. It, Two. No, it's just the Suicide Squad. It's not Suicide Squad 2. Two. The, the first movie was Suicide Squad, and the, the way that they differentiated this one is by calling it the, the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. That, that would mean to think that like everyone's gonna... Ooh, spoilers. Survive from here on out. <laughs> well, um, also, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a uh, spoiler. We'll try and like dance around it so we're not actually like regurgitating the movie for you. Um, if you want to not be spoiled, turn this off, go watch Suicide Squad, and please remember to come back. We got some pretty, pretty spicy shit. So, uh, come back. Jesus of Sharks. <laughs> go, uh, go start a free subscription to HBO Max, watch it on there, and then listen to us immediately after. Or go support um, your local movie theater. Nah, dude, I'm not gonna say that during the, like, Delta variant coming out. I'm gonna be a little conscious about that. Um, With masks. Regardless, we man. Saw, dude, I we mean, went and saw Slayer, height of the pandemic. Dude, relax. Shh. <laughs> no one needs to know that. <laughs> this is Lore Nerd. This is the only podcast <laughs> where people need to know that. Alright, if you're vaccinated, mask up and go out to the movie theaters and enjoy a thing of popcorn for me. Um, or get an HBO Max subscription, watch it on there as well. Uh, I did it on HBO Max and enjoyed it, I think, about as much as I could at the movie theater. If anything, a little bit more because I could lay like a lazy slob on my uh, couch. However, you guys aren't here to listen to me talk about my watching habits. You're here to talk about what I watch, the lore, the thing that is important, ladies and gentlemen. Why we're all here. We're diving into the... uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Suicide Squad, dude. The Suicide Squad. You already said that. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, have you read the uh, actual, like, lore for it? Like, have you read the Suicide Squads? So, I believe I'm reading the most current line of Suicide Squad comics. Uh, I need to get on that. I believe it is the uh, Future State. Um, Actually, that or it's, like, Future State or, like infinite frontier something like that uh, interesting yeah i have the old ones i have uh, trial by fire and uh the night what is it uh the nightshade odyssey so i have those two and i'm gonna be eventually reading them because uh 
I don't know what I'm reading exactly. Oh, Sweet Tooth is my next one. It's my next tackler. So it's just yeah. a Suicide Squad. I don't think they have a era that it's technically in. Um, so it's but, always just the same thing. Yeah, I guess. Um, well, the reason why I say that is because they're you know they did like a Future State line. Um, where, I did not know. Explain yeah. it. So like just the way that comic books work is there's just always. And the way that the multiverse works is there's just always different like storylines going off. Like oh, it's almost one like one will black, be uh, like like white and bloods. Kind yeah, and, kind uh, of yeah, except a little bit like more death metal. Yeah, except a little bit more uh, box in its own canonical line, if that makes sense. Yeah, so that makes sense. Um, your so your middle your middle yeah. would be like an example of it. Yeah, of future yeah. Um, actually, I believe future state came after metal, so. Oh no! But but first there was metal, <laughs> yeah, and then there was death metal. My bad. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I'm reading the most recent Suicide Squad. I know it is the most recent now that I just looked this up, and it honestly for me, the movie hit every single note that the comic book did as well. So I really appreciated the movie. Oh, uh, I don't think James Gunn, you know, had an idea of what these comics were going to be like mostly because they started coming out i think like the beginning of this year maybe or even okay so it was like then. i wonder if the people writing the comics though got to see the movie or like be on set or something like that yeah kind of that's I, about that picture i think that might be um and if anything what i'm really hoping for in this kind of like hopping ahead but the one thing i did write down uh as my review is like I, I could go without a peacekeeper show uh unless it's him literally being the head of task force x slash suicide squad because that's essentially what the comic book is is he's the, he's the head of it and rick flag has gone rogue because he's sick and tired of following waller and hates her and wants to like reveal what she's doing to like the world and well, that's that's out of the window now so it's just it's it's good um and it like i said it hits all the same like story notes that the comic book does so did you enjoy the movie more because you read the comic you feel like because i thought i thought it was a really good movie personally i thought it was ahead of uh the first one i liked it better than the first one just because like in the first one you had like will smith who wanted all the screen time and then you had uh uh jared leto's joker which didn't really make so much sense even though people wanted more of him but you didn't get enough and then, uh, of course, Rick Flagg and his uh, woman, who the story actually should have been more so about, personally. But I, I digress. I feel like the, se- the first one was kind of like a rough draft, I feel like. And the second one was like a finished product, if that makes sense. Well, the thing that kind of pisses me off, and this is... <laughs> it's kind of funny that you said this, because I started writing down what I liked and after I think my fourth watch through so I've seen it four times already um jeez man I finally start to come up with like a question of like all right now now that I do want to know why of and we can get to that later but to answer your question on like the first one the first one makes more sense if it was like literally Waller's first go at making a suicide squad because 
I don't think she would have sent in people to deal with a magical person without any magical users on their team. Like, well, it was the first one because <coughs> remember just how the canonical way that that's it was set I'm, up. But that's what I'm like trying to say is like uh, a lot of people shit on her for like enchantress isn't even like something that they it was like yeah but like she's you know this is the first rendition of it yeah well yeah dude i understand that. i'm just talking about just the overall enjoyability like i feel like there were too many stories that they were trying to focus on like they put their eggs in multiple baskets oh yeah and uh, you know much of take, a fail. take out the the joker harley quinn jerk off story and i i think it's almost monumentally a better story like and if make you, uh like, make will smith not in the movie personally well i mean you could even leave him in there but just flush out some of the other characters so that way he's not like the head of it anymore the star yeah. of the show yeah well like the way that they used uh idris elba in this one was just so much better because he was on the same level like all back in the original like the first suicide squad movie like when will smith was on screen you knew he was the captain like he's the star rick flag's not the star who's leading task task forks oh man task force x suicide but squad. yeah exactly the suicide squad but then you all like no one else stood out you know what i mean like harley did but she was more so like there wasn't too much story it was more so like the sex symbol she's attached to joker like that sort of thing you know what i mean so like i feel like this second movie they flushed out the characters a lot more there was no clear leader or even the fact that John Cena and Idris Elba kind of played the same role, just a little bit different, like some different background. So they're both kind of the leader, if that makes sense. But like, because of that, like, I feel like it dispelled a lot of the stuff that the first one did wrong. It's like, if you had Will Smith and another big actor, I don't know who, but like playing someone else, like, uh, another one of those roles those uh i'm the leader of a fire team roles well it's i i i agree with i think what most of what you're saying there i definitely do think james gunn capitalized and i don't want to say righted the wrongs that he listened to the critiques of the first one yeah, let's put it that yeah way. that's what i was going to say he he listened to the fans and he knew he knew what to do, really, and I I applaud him for that. And it showed. I, I also really applaud Idris Elba for, one, being a better actor than Will Smith, and I really thought about that, too, recently, <laughs> was that Will Smith actually, like, wasn't an actor to begin with. He was a rapper turned yeah. into a actor. Well, dude, he had a lot of good, like, here's the problem with Will Smith is, like, he's... He's kind of like Chris Farley in that every character he plays is just a different level of the same character. If that makes sense. No, I would like, agree with that. And I really think, well, the, another thing too is like him playing, and I'm not shitting on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air at all because you know how much I love that show. But yeah. I think that having that live audience and laugh track, because I don't know if you've ever like listened to those shows without like the laugh tracks or done that like type of thing. You, you find that maybe that made him a lot more of a likable and attractable actor than it should have 
Well, dude, it was just a sitcom like anything else, dude. Like, I'm not I'm not shitting on that, but you can say it was just a sitcom, and there are better actors in sitcoms than, like, uh, I can't remember like his Carlton. name. Uh, yeah, I was going like to say. Alfonso. But, yeah, yeah, Alfonso Rivera, better actor. The dad, better actor. Jeffrey, RPs, dude. better dad, like... Better dad than Jeffrey. Better dad than yeah. Uncle Phil. No. Wow. So, <laughs> get gas thrown out. Of that. <laughs> so, and I'm not trying to like really shit on Will Smith because he's, he's no, dude. He's accomplished, he's a, but yeah, he's like a good actor and a good musician. However, when you put him in a movie, he Will Smiths up the place. Damn it. He like, almost like he's... he walks in with an Edward Norton complex that he doesn't deserve. Like if no, Edward, it's not him, dude. That's the thing, though. It's not him. It's just who he is. Like, he can't change well, it. Well, no, apparently like, it was him that was demanding the movie be, like, changed to revolve around him and his character. I didn't hear that. There was a lot of rumors going on around that. But anyway, we're not here yeah. to talk about the shitty one. We're here to talk about the good one. Yeah, true. <coughs> so, uh, what were your uh, what were your favorite parts overall, man? Yeah. Like, what uh, really stuck out to you? So, I'm just going to go ahead and go down my list. Uh, stop me when you want to start talking about shit. Man, it sounds like structure. <laughs> Boo structure. Whatever. Bitch. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> um, Amanda Waller, Viola Davis, magnificent once again. The best part of, like, just great. Almost like the, the Gandalf. Unconscious for like a quarter of it. <laughs> the Gandalf of the uh, series, I would say, because she sort of is like you need to have a good Waller, or it all falls apart. Like, if you don't have that cornerstone, nothing really stands. Um, and I, uh, I really I disagree with that. that fully. And I only say that because there, how many, like, it would just be more so on the Suicide Squad than it is on her. If However, you didn't have someone that was believable behind the kill switch, the entire point of the Suicide Squad crumbles. Okay. Like if, if like if I don't believe the person is going to press the button, God damn it! I'm sorry, my phone's going off. No, it's all good. Was that on the list? Uh, but yeah, yeah dude, I, I I understand what you're saying, and I like I agree. She definitely like helps out the movie, and she does awesome, and she's a very believable Amanda Waller. However, the only thing I disagree with is that I don't think Amanda Waller, like while she is a pivotal character in the comic books for the short amount of time that you're watching a movie like she's a she's a supporting character now she's a huge supporting character but she's still a supporting character you know what i mean like just about as needed as okay but that's exactly what i said she's the gandalf gandalf was a supporting character as well like what are you talking about dude Frodo, no way. Frodo is the main character. <laughs> yeah, and everyone else is a supporting character. Yeah, that's how that's how it the goes. Whole fellowship that's, is the main when character. When you start assigning roles to things, Alex, yes, that's how it goes. <laughs> Sorry to so break fun, hearts. <laughs> no way, dude. I don't believe you. I need to go I need to write someone a strongly worded message. Alright, sounds like someone has some strike share up their ass. Anyway. No, dude. <laughs> Next on the list. <laughs> Uh, brilliant opener, killing off the majority of characters that they just introduced to sort of address what the show is. I really am kicking myself in the ass for not looking up who the character was that, uh, shit, I can't remember his name. He may be your 
uh, father, but he ain't your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, dude. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, dude. Like, he plays uh, uh, Merle in uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, here we go. I'm pulling it up. Pulling up the cast list. Jeez, man. I thought you Michael were all prepared. Rooker. Oh, I guess it, uh, it doesn't say who he is. But, uh, anyway. <clears throat> that's who, um... That's who I'm talking about. I love his character and the way that that, like, established the insanity that was going on. Like, take a hardcore killer that, like, he was... This man's mm -hmm. killing birds and whatnot. Like, he runs away from this insanity of shit that's going down. Really good way to, like, establish, too, what the Suicide Squad is. He played like, uh, Savant, by the way. Oh, thank you, Savant. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, they say that. Uh, as um, in, as the uh, you're reading the comic book, issue one and two, most of the characters that you're introduced to are murdered off by the yeah. time you get to three like the only person that's hanging around i think is peacekeeper and this person named chupacabra everyone else at that point has already been replaced and someone else has probably already been killed off from that replacement list so like it's probably quinn blasts through it too she's a main character as well as uh captain boomerang boomy stays around for a while well, I mean, in the universe, I guess you could say so. One. But yeah. yeah, not in this one. Um, yeah. Dude, I didn't realize that Nathan Fillion was TDK. You oh, that's hilarious. I thought, if I'm being honest, I thought it was uh, Oscar Pascal. Oscar Pascal. Uh, he's uh, the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Like just from the face down and with the eyes, I was like, no way. I was really? like, that's the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous, dude. dude. No, I definitely... I so bad. I knew that was... I'm also just a sucker for Nathan Fillion, so I probably was able to call him out pretty easily. But anyway, on to the next point. Bloodsport was awesome. A little different from what I understand him to be from the comic books, but mm -hmm. still, once again, like enough of him was right that I didn't really give a shit because he was cool. Yeah, dude, I have no idea who Bloodsport is, so I was introduced to him for the first time, to be quite honest. He, completely believable. Like, I loved it. I loved seeing just his whole character unfold. He really... Because it was kind of like the same thing as, like, the whole Will Smith and his daughter sort of thing, but flipped a little bit. I think they did it better. Like, everything about the Bloodsport character was dead shot, but better yeah i agree um, and i really appreciated that because like we said it, it's almost like he, um james Get sorry, words sorry. Out, yeah man. i know james gunn <laughs> it was almost like like you said gunn was like you know what i wanted i want to do take another swing at a story like this because it can be done right it just wasn't in the last <laughs> yeah. one he said i'm not getting out of this powder's box until i have a believable lead mm-hmm <laughs> And I, it was very good, though. I really liked it. Mm -hmm. I really liked the way that they kind of showed his power, but didn't explain what his power was because I just what I like that. Um, so from the comic books, what his power essentially is is he's able to create any weapon whatsoever, um, as long as he has like access to it in his arsenal. 
so he can essentially have like a Hermione's box of weapons and can like instantly transport one to his hand but um, Waller essentially has them all under lock and key and only lets him get access to certain ones well I'm happy that they didn't explain that in the movie because it would have ruined it yeah but I like what they did have in his in the movie was like oh it's his suit and that makes me wonder (laughs) well no it's like his like everything on his suit is an addition to a weapon or a Mm. weapon itself so if he were to have like let's say more armor on he could make bigger weapons or a different like i was like okay i really like how that works now that that's great um rat catcher one and two stole my heart uh, Sebastian as well. No, they didn't, dude. Sebastian stole your heart. That's who really stole your heart, man. That rat is the MVP. That's honestly also something that the first one was missing. You didn't have a rat, dude. You didn't have an adorable rat that didn't yeah, get he, a drink. You didn't have a rat. That's very true. Uh, <laughs> it's For me, I felt like I was being biased because I used to have a pet rat and he was very special to me. So anything that has rats in it, I love. Um, dude, the minute I um, saw that, I was like, they better not kill this rat or else they're dying. Like, James Gunn, I will boycott James Gunn. Like, I was like, where's the little orange jacket? <laughs> <laughs> Among all the rats. I need it. Yeah, dude, like, I've, I'm i not biased, and I loved it. Like, that whole storyline, the Rat Catcher 2, was awesome. Like, beautifully done. And Taika Waititi as Rat Catcher 1, solid. I honestly really want a rat catcher comic book like a one-off issue to come out just a single issue I mean, screw that man like screw a peacekeeper show give me rat catcher one like as he's raising eh, rat catcher two, i don't i don't want to see that really mostly because i don't need to get depressed and i don't know if it would be too interesting well how about this give me that instead of ocean 17 or whatever number they're on i want to see some rats steal some gems yeah, I would. I would. I would be more so down for Ratcatcher Two coming to America and getting arrested. Like that's that's what I'd rather do. Um, it's news. Sorry, but once again, to repeat, Sebastian the Rat, highlight mm-hmm. of the movie, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, five Starro was done well, in my opinion. Mm, I didn't like it. I wasn't a huge fan. The only thing I didn't like is at the end, he was like, I was happy watching the stars. I was like, well, then why the fuck didn't you just go back up at, like... Why are you named Starro the Conqueror, then? (laughs) What are you conquering? (laughs) Sights in space? It just, yeah, it didn't make too much sense. I guess maybe because he couldn't, um, fly and get up into space. Yeah. That's I wish why. that they would have uh, put something out there that, like, he's still alive because Starro never dies. Like, he's everywhere. He's just somewhere else. You oh, know what I mean? yeah, like, I'm sure one of those little, like, Starro babies will... Well, no, they could all have died. Like, the big monster Starro was not the original body is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, so, like, I mean, that that's something I like. Uh, just about Starro's character in general. But I feel like they... Uh, I didn't like the whole attach to people's faces and make them zombies. Like, maybe that's how he works in the comic yeah, books. Yeah, I was going to say, that's literally Starro. Well, well, the comic books I've read where Starro's in there, he's literally just, like, the most powerful uh, 
psychic, like in the universe. What comics have you read? Uh, metal and death metal. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Let's okay. not let's not lean too heavily on the acid trip comic book line. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. It happened in one of the multiverses. It's got Batman no, T-Rex, <laughs> Alex. Okay, it's yeah. and it's genius. Let's not <laughs> use that. Like, let's not use that as our cornerstone for what characters are. Otherwise, you can't even throw batarangs. Batman couldn't throw batarangs. Yes, very good. He only has <laughs> batter fangs, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Saro, uh, like his character confused me a little bit. I mean, if you're saying that it's true to the lore, then like, okay, but. I wish he was just a little bit more vicious. Like, when he came in, he wasn't super mad at the doctor until you find out that he killed the doctor. Like, just their, the whole interaction that Starro had whenever he spoke. Was well, the doctor was kind of a blow-off. Like, he didn't do anything special. Well, yeah, I know, but except for his interactions with Starro, that explains Starro's character. A he didn't bit. even need to be called, like, he didn't need to be the thinker. He could have just been evil scientist number one, really. That's true. They should have had uh, the guy who played Floop from Spy Kids play him, dude. <laughs> I, mean, maybe, <laughs> I feel like that's what they were going but, for. Um, I, was, I was perfectly fine <laughs> with who they got to play him, but... yeah. Just... But no, like his uh, his interaction with Starro when they first entered the lab, like I was like, oh, so they're friends. Like he's helping him reach Starro's potential or whatever. And then he kills him. It's like, ah, damn it. Like he turned. <laughs> I don't know why. Like there wasn't a really big explanation for Starro. Which is upsetting because well, that's kind of what the you didn't really you you kind of have to put two and two as an audience. The James Gunn wasn't showing you four two plus two equals four. He was just showing you two plus two, and he wanted you to see four. As you okay. look in the um, like laboratory, you see that like people were like sawed in half, faces removed. All of this shit was going on while like stars were attached to him. Mm-hmm. When polka dot man used his powers and like took off the leg you saw that everyone there held up their leg and was like ah their pain is shared so as everyone was getting experimented on with a starro face on starro felt that interesting so he he was being he was being murdered constantly over I just and over thought that and it only went from again. the top down and not the bottom up. No, it's and that's mainly one of the like kind of ways that some more brutal people beat Starro. Is that is using that against him? Like, oh, you can control all these people, but guess what? Like, that means you're like have that multiplied back. So here, listen to this very loud music, and he's like, oh, you're deafening my ear. I can't. And then they beat him up or something along the lines of that. Um. <laughs> But that's, that's funny. Uh, so that I really appreciated that, and I like how they took him down too with a bunch of rats, because that was, oh, you can use a bunch of people. Well, guess what? Like, here's more than you can handle. Yeah, here's a huge sea of rats. Yeah, I I really appreciate those rats. That. They found the safest spots in that destroyed city, dude. <laughs> They're like, come out of the woodwork, everyone. Sebastian was like. For our country! <laughs> it was also, uh, like, if you live, I'm pretty sure this is 
a lot of people hopefully won't flame me alive for being wrong about this because I'm pretty sure this is true. Pacific Island countries have a lot of rats, like, and just in just in general, there are a lot of rats. Like, yeah. they're kind of oh, like spiders sure. or whatnot, you know? Um, yeah. In that, like, every in any moment within like a twenty foot vicinity, there's a rat, you know, or something like that. There's a yeah. rodent. Um. Anyway. King Shark was really good. I like the way that they did his animation, how he was essentially a shark. There was no life. They didn't try and make his face really show anything. It, he was a shark, and I, I like that a lot. I like it how they didn't call him King Shark, though. Yeah, everyone because called him... Yeah. comics, that's not how King like King Shark would act. Like So I like the fact that they all called him a Nawe because it kind of gave him his own character to be... If that makes sense. Yeah. But in my personal opinion, he also took a little bit from Groot. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit from Groot, but at the same time, not because he ate people. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, Groot, Groot. Groot filleted people a lot. I mean, yeah, exactly. skewered people alive, so I guess, which is worse. I don't know. Harley Quinn's action, I liked a lot more than I did in the first one. I appreciated how they showed sort of what she sees while yeah. she's doing stuff, and then also how they can like kept that going as the scene kept going. Like if you looked back at that building as like the car drives away or whatever, like her shit still going on in the windows or in the doorway. So mm-hmm. I really appreciated the attention to the detail in this um, movie. I agree with that because like. Uh... I feel like they took, like, a little play out of uh, Birds of Prey. And I really kind of appreciated that. Like, I feel like, once again, I don't mean to, like, freaking say the same thing I've been saying, but the first Suicide Squad was meh. Hmm. Very meh. And then Birds of Prey was, okay, getting somewhere. And then this one was like, ah, yes. Perfect. Well, not perfect, but feel goods so yeah I, I really appreciate the whole harley quinn and all of her animations that were going on in the back but also like they gave her more of like a she wasn't just a bat anymore or something that she was holding like they showed that she was crazy crazy deadly and i like that i'm a lot. also happy that they were able to flip the script on like the meaningless sex scene in the action movie for the girl though you know yeah so i i i appreciate that because it's it's normally like it would have been blood sport or peacemaker that just bones someone from the bar or whatever and it happens and then they get killed or they turn out to be the bad guy and like yeah so i really appreciated that um the music was on point but that's always true for james gunn i think every time he releases a movie i find new old classics that i wish i would have known about yeah, what were your top three? Uh, so my top three that were old classics were Hey by the Pixies and So Busted by Culture Abuse. And I don't think it's a classic. I think it's more of a recent song. Uh, the Sola by Jesse Reyes was hmm. uh, very beautiful. It's not in my native tongue. I believe it is in Spanish. But it's a beautiful guitar song. Or acoustic song, and I loved it. But anyway, uh, what about you? What were your favorite songs? 
Dude, I'm a huge sucker for K-Flay. That smoky voice comes in, and I hook onto it, and I can't let it go. But at this that point, usually my favorite song. for me, though, I didn't... I don't know. When the f- song first started, I was like, ugh, this song for this scene? But then at the dance scene, I liked it. But I... Yeah, it was, I was just... Oh. He liked Polka Dot Man dancing with all his moms. Yeah, because... This is, by the way, hilarious. For me, it, this is going to sound stupid, but K-Flay, because of Rick and Morty, I associate with, like, disassociation and kind of, like, depression or whatnot, because that's, like, always what's going on with Rick, and they have, like, K-Flay or uh, the other band that they use on um, in the background. So, like, when they played this song, I was like, it doesn't really, like, fit what's going on here they're like all happy and going into drink and whatnot like cheery no, like i can't sleep dude and it's then, like a solid night city nighttime well and then they showed the polka dot man thing and like that character is just a tragic character and you finally saw him being happy so i was like that that fits like i like that he was drunk dancing with his moms, dude. That's all what it's all about. So I, I, I did. I ended also, up appreciating dude, that song. Sorry. His mom being the giant Starro, dude, cracked me My, up. Okay. So, so much, yes, dude. but what you need to do is go back to the first time that when he goes and where's your mother and he goes everywhere. Yeah, what? and then you turn around and you see everyone in the Nawes. Thank the mom you. Too. Yes, dude. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the funny. Oh my god, <laughs> too funny. It's too hilarious, funny. man. Because the I butterfly comes and he like tries to swat at it. Um, yeah. <laughs> what was your? Uh, I guess you had two, two more on your list from Mister. Uh, I did not have. I did not have two more. Okay. However, if I were to call it some love, um, I would say "Whistle for the Choir" by the Fratellis, um, which is like the Harley Quinn, Silvio Luna, like love scene, like as they're like doing everything together. Okay. Which was pretty... And then, like, the cold open Johnny Cash. Like, I can't say no to some good old Johnny Cash to open it up. It sets the whole tone for it, especially a prison scene, dude. Johnny Cash and prison go hand in hand. Safe choices, safe choices. Yeah, Um, exactly. I will say that the transitions made me feel like Wes Anderson helped on this movie a lot. In all honesty. I didn't notice any, like, weird transitions. Like, can you describe one to me? So, a lot... I think mostly just in Grand Budapest Hotel and his other most recent one. uh, What is it? Heaven for Dogs? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Or the Isle of Dogs? Isle of Dogs, thank you. Uh, Dude, have you seen that movie, by the way? Yeah, I have. A great movie. Made me cry. Um a lot of times when he's going to another scene or like another chapter of the movie he will address it by like literally showing you and oh break the fourth you're wall talking about like, the, like the chapters so, of the yeah movie. they'll be like meanwhile with harley or eight minutes from like so i was like that's a little a little too that's wes awesome, anderson-y dude. for me but no, i dude, i perfect. liked it too because if anything it was hopefully james gunn nodding his head towards him because Wes Anderson is another one of my favorite creative minds. Or maybe it was just another like lesson he took out took out of the book and was like, "All right, we can't give them the full story. Let's break this up so that way they understand where we are. That time has passed." I was right? fine with that up until uh 
No, because the Milton joke was good, so I'll take back that comment. I was going to say, I was fine with that up until, like, the Peacemaker scene, and he falls down, and Bloodsport falls down. Like, I could have just seen him fall down. I didn't need to see... Because, like, I knew that chaos was already erupting in the building, so just having him fall down and then just, like, shoot Peacemaker right there, that's good enough and kind of dark humor-y for me enough. I don't, like... Well, I mean, but at the same time, like, you kind of needed that to find out exactly what was going on. Like, the team was split up, so, yeah. like, the first explosion wasn't exactly what I thought if, it was going to yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, a Nawe accidentally hitting a button. But no, it was... The Nawe making Pokemon friends. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, friends that wanted to eat him, dude. Dumb, <laughs> Hilarious. Dumb friend. <laughs> New dumb friend. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that damn character. I didn't know that was Sylv- Sylvester Stallone. Um, I was, goddamn. I told the audience in my last admins podcast that they have to start drinking or uh, toking whenever I say, um. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Because I've, I've, I've been trying to stop, but it's, ta- it's trying to kill everyone, it's dude. It's becoming a, a terrible habit. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that'll get people to comment and tell me to stop. <laughs> and I'll become <laughs> too conscious of it. Want to bully you into correcting your issue, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. I, I mean, overall, though, like, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I would suggest it to anyone. Like, I'm probably going to go back and watch it again, even though you've seen it four times. So, so it'll be two less than you, but. I really enjoyed it a lot. I love. Well, yeah. I I'm happy you said that. I just I have two. I have one more thing and then a question for you because okay. I need, I need to get through your list. Well, no, I'm more. Well, yeah, I want to get through my list and then I also need you to tell me I'm being Hunter and stop pulling the movie apart. I loved the rain scene when they all pulled up and like the rain was hit by the sun, so it was like blinding, essentially. I really rain. liked that. It was cool. When they pulled up on what? Uh, On Jotunheim. Oh, okay. And my question for you is... I don't think Waller would have ordered them to really retreat. Mostly because if... Starro was allowed to be Starro, then at some point a bigger superhero would come and take care of it. And then they'd be like, well, how did this happen? And then they'd find Jotunheim. And then they'd, like, find evidence of the squad. And then they'd go after Waller. Like, I feel like she'd want to contain and control that. So she would have kept them there and tried to use them to stop Starro. Well, the here's the thing, though, is that, like, she was under the assumption that by the time they made it out, that everything was destroyed and they're all ready. And it was just Starro. Like, the whole building came down. No one's getting anything out of that. However, if Starro's there, then just call it a monster coming to Earth and let's detach the United States from it. That's why she was saying that. No, I I just... Stop we, being Hunter. Well, no, man. We live in a world where Batman is actually a detective in this world, so, like, I just don't believe, like, in that. Like, someone would be able to tell, oh, the monster took steps from this building, <laughs> came up from this rubble. Like, I actually think today with modern science we could be able to, like decide how a building was brought down and a path of a monster you know they have so many batman movies and a lot of them could have been solved within 15 minutes but no batman was an idiot he's the world's (laughs) greatest detective that likes to take his sweet ass time dude that's the truth all right there's a whole team of people spies around the world um okay okay 
well, that is that is my list on Suicide Squad. Uh, I really loved it. I would recommend it to anyone out there, mostly because I think it's DC's best movie across the board. Even Snyder Cut up against it, this one wins. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I would agree on that. I would have to think a little bit more. Like, I think that some of the older Christian Bale Batman movies kind of take my breath, but... <laughs> Whoa. Oh, okay. If we're going not DCU. Oh wait, that wasn't DCU. Well, no, I'm saying like no, that was uh, Nolan verse. So like I'm talking just from Man of Steel on, because like that's what started the the DCU. The... That was dumb. That was dumb on them, dude. The dumb messed up AA Ron. But yeah, I guess from from Man of Steel on, I would agree. This is easily the best one. Well, you can't really have a, a world where that's going on and Superman doesn't respond to Gotham about to be nuked, you know? So, I mean, that makes sense, the whole however. Po- the whole point of the Nolan movies was, like, a more realistic take on the Batman figure and his villains. I see. But, anyway, I wanted to ask you, what um, do you have any recommendations for people other than Suicide Squad to watch? To uh, watch? Or read? <laughs> Or listen oh, to. Oh man, yeah. Overall, like uh, I've been really into Black Clover lately. I'm not gonna lie. Um, stuff's really heating up. And what is that? Uh, Black Clover. Yes, for those it that don't know. A, uh, yeah, it's a it's a manga, uh, comic and a anime about a universe full of mages, magicians, uh, witches. Uh, and basically this kid was born without magic and it's his story of how he rises to the top, um, as a non-magic user. Uh, so it's really, it's an awesome book. Uh, demons are involved, elves are involved, dwarves are involved. Um, so it kind of pulls some old fantasy as well. Um, so it's like old fantasy meets, um, strictly magic world, um, kind of attack on titan style is how i'd put it uh so it's really really solid uh i loved it um waiting for more to come out and damn it if i don't like get all this manga and read all of it like i'm gonna be sad very sad sad overall but yeah so that's what i would recommend is uh dive into some black clover uh it's amazing check it out I uh, I would <clears throat> recommend, and I'm going to be hopefully getting it next pay cycle, um, hopefully the rest of the, <laughs> the series. Pay cycle, I love it. Outcast by Robert Kirkman. <laughs> I, um, I, I picked up a copy, too, and I, I got it for you because I was like, uh, I want to talk to him about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is uh, essentially, Kirk. I want to say Kirkman's take because kind of what he does some of the times I feel like is take characters from someone else's toy box that he doesn't like have the rights to and essentially do the same character but his way and what he wants yeah. to do with it sort of like invincible was you know kal-el like he wants to tell the story of the superman but doesn't have rights to superman so yeah makes sense um i kind of got that with uh what was it red streak <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of got that so i think this is kind of his take on either john constantine or preacher but what i know mostly so far is that it just has to do with a man who is called the outcast and is feared by demons 
and apparently it's the only one that can actually do anything about possessions. Like, other than that, like, all the priests are just being fooled and, like, toyed with by the demons that they're, like, trying to exercise. Alright, dude, I'm um, freaking excited to read this So, then. it's... I really liked it. Um, the <clears throat> Is there only one volume out right now? No, it's it's a done series. Um, I think it had a total of 50 issues, so it has oh, a no. total of, like, five... Brighten me wallet! <laughs> um, and the the artwork's beautiful the story's good the character's great so i'm looking forward to it and yeah, i'm looking forward to reading it with you i'm sure we're gonna be talking about it later oh we will if anything we'll probably be talking about it next week ladies and gentlemen um but right. other than that thank you guys for listening as always we will be putting our contact info in the link down below please reach out to us we'd love to hear from you guys uh yeah other than that, peace out. Why did I say that?